This is the Building Resilience Podcast, episode 84, The Pink Ball. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Today, I have a little bit of a different episode for you. Today, I wanted to share a story that is really one of my sweetest, fondest memories. And I thought about why do I feel impressed to share this story? And I came up with a couple of reasons and really none of them are reasons. But my biggest non-reason reason is really right now when I feel impressed to do something or say something or act on something, I'm just trying to do it. I'm just trying to follow my gut, my impressions, my thoughts, my promptings, my ideas, because really what is there to lose? And I was also thinking, okay, is there like lessons that you can learn from the story that I'm about to share? And maybe there are, maybe for somebody, this is going to touch them and it's going to give them what they need. And I would love to hear your ideas, your impressions, your takeaways. So after you've listened to the story, if you can do me a favor and let me know, just message me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can email me at Leah at Leah Davidson Life Coaching, or you can just leave a fun review on the podcast and please share the podcast. I love it when I hear from people and I love it when people find me through the podcast. And I've just had a few consults recently where they just happen to stumble upon the podcast. And they stumble upon the podcast because of the amazing reviews that you guys leave. So I really appreciate it. So I'm going to share with you this story and then I'm going to share my takeaways after. I will also preface this by saying that I first told this story on my family blog, which is called Raising Flowers and Skids. And I told it back in 2013 when it actually happened. And I have photos there and everything. That's why I'm sharing it as I'm going to be reading it, sharing it like a story because it is something that was dear to me back then. And I just want to share it again. So here we go. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who loved the beach. She didn't go to the beach very often, but every few summers, her parents would pack up their car and take this girl, her two siblings and grandmother on a road trip to the ocean. They went to Wells Beach in Maine. This little girl loved jumping the waves, playing in the sand, building castles and body surfing with her big brother. Going away was such a treat, as this family didn't often travel. In fact, the grandmother often paid for these trips as this little girl came from modest means. However, on one particular trip, her parents allowed her and each of her siblings to buy a special gift souvenir from the store. The little girl carefully examined everything in the store and finally settled on a beautiful pink ball with white swirls. She was so proud of this ball and enjoyed playing with it on the beach. However, she was also very busy building castles. So she turned her back on the ball for a few minutes. And when she turned back around, her beloved beach ball was gone, nowhere to be seen. She looked everywhere for it. Then her parents told her it must've been taken away by the waves and it sailed out to sea. 
the little girl was devastated. She remembers trying to be brave, but being so desperately sad. Her beloved pink ball was gone forever. Okay, next blog post. Fast forward to several years ago. I arrived home pretty late from a birthday party with young Zach, five, and Josh, who was three and a half. Josh was asleep, so I leaned into the car to pick him up to carry him inside. And I told Zach to get out of the car on the other side. Now, I forgot he was holding an orange balloon from the birthday party we had just attended, and I didn't remind him to hold on tight. He stepped out of the car and accidentally let go of the balloon. In a split second, it was gone. Big tears came. He was completely crushed. Ugh, it's just a balloon, I wanted to say. But then I remembered my beloved pink ball. I comforted him and told him the story of my pink ball. I wanted him to know that I understood his sadness. Now that night, I found some orange construction paper and made a paper balloon. I was a single mom at the time, so I couldn't leave the boys alone to go buy real balloons, which I probably would have done. So this was the next best thing. I wrote a note on it explaining it was to replace his orange balloon. He loved it. That night when I went to bed, I found a little present on my bed. He had made me a pink balloon with white swirls. It was honestly one of the nicest things anyone has ever done for me. He had been waiting for me to see it on my bed. And when I did, he came and found me. I knew you were sad about your pink ball, mummy, so I made you one. I knew at that moment I would never, ever forget that moment. Whenever I go to the ocean, I always tell the kids to look for my missing pink ball. It has become our little family joke. This past week, this is my blog post back in 2013, Zach and Josh went to Maine with their dad on vacation. I was seriously jealous they were going back to the beach of my childhood memories. My parting words to Zach and Josh were, look for my pink ball. (laughs) I got a photo text from Zach while he was in Maine. Look what he found. And on my blog, I show a picture that he sent me of a pink ball floating in the water. He actually went and bought me that ball and then brought it home as a gift. I was so touched. I have that pink ball in my office to this day. It's actually getting smaller and smaller and it's not really in great shape because for years, whenever Zach comes in my office to talk, he grabs the ball and he plays with it while he chats away to me. So it's shrinking in nature. All right, continue back to the blog post. Fast forward to later that same summer after the boys had been to Maine. So this is late summer 2013 and I wrote this new blog post. The most unbelievable thing happened on our last day in the Outer Banks that I just have to share. And I mean, unbelievable. Remember my story of the pink ball? We were just coming out of the ocean for the last time on our last day after jumping in waves for hours. We were talking about how long it would be before we were at the ocean again. Sadly, a long time. All of a sudden, Zach yelled, the pink ball. There, being pushed in from the tide was a random pink ball, a giant pink ball with white swirls. 
Just like the pink ball I had lost as a child in Maine, and Zach had tried to replace it for me, first by making one for me years ago, and then by getting me one from Maine when he was on vacation with his dad. So Josh ran over to get it. And on my blog, there's the cutest picture of Josh running with this giant pink ball. We oohed and awed and laughed and were just amazed. Where did this pink ball come from? Completely out of the blue, completely out of the ocean. We were so amazed that we only got a couple of pictures of it. And of course, we asked the people all around us if it was their pink ball. And it didn't belong to anybody. Nobody knew where it came from. It just appeared in the water. So we were kind of perplexed and blown away. Now, it was a big ball. It was bigger than the pink ball I had. And the kids begged us to take it home, even though we really had no room because we were driving to the Outer Banks with five kids and us and all our luggage and toys and everything. But we said, okay, we got to squeeze this ball in. I mean, come on, what are the chances for a pink ball to come floating in right in front of us? A pink ball with such history. I figured for sure it was a sign. A sign of what? I have no idea. A sign that everything comes first circle. And I just hope that little child who I'm guessing has lost their pink ball will get it back like I have gotten it back many times over the future. I honestly wish I could hang that pink ball on my Christmas tree every year. That's how much it means to me. So that's my story. What are the takeaways? What are the signs? Here's a couple things that I've come up with. Firstly, I do believe that all stories come full circle. If you have loose ends in your life, I believe at some point they will all come together. Another take home for me is what goes around comes around. I replaced the orange balloon for Zach. He replaced the pink ball for me. Another takeaway, and this is kind of a big one for me, is having empathy and compassion. That night when he lost his balloon, I can't remember exactly how I was feeling, but I could probably guess I was pretty tired. I was a single mom. We were obviously out later. The kids were asleep. I had to do the trek. Now, don't forget, I live in Toronto. And I live in downtown Toronto. So I don't have a driveway. What happens is you park in the street. And it's not like there are spots that are always available in your house. So usually, or in front of your house, usually what happens is you have to find a spot on the street. And so sometimes it's up the street. So I would have been parking and carrying a tired Josh it would have been so easy for me to have blown Zach off just to told him, tell him like, okay, who cares? It's just a stupid little balloon. Just let it go, drop it. But had I done that, I would have missed so many tender moments that this experience has brought me. So I want to offer always err on the side of empathy and compassion, even in your tired, fatigued, most strained, overwhelmed moments, if you can just find a little bit of compassion, it will run a long way. Now, the next lesson or insight for me is sometimes you just can't explain things. Where did that ball come from? How did it just appear? Who knows? But does it matter? To me, it's magical. It was a thin place, a thin moment for me. And sometimes you can treat things as 
I'll just never understand. And I love to think of these things as my own little miracles. I truly believe in miracles. What is nothing to one person or a coincidence to somebody else can be a miracle to me. And I want to expect miracles in my life. And the last lesson for me, I have awesome kids. So when I get irritated with them, overwhelmed, feel disappointed or frustrated, I remind myself of the 50-50 of life. These are amazing moments that I have filed away in my brain near the surface that I can draw from when the reality of all the ups and downs in life sneak in. So those are some of my takeaways. Again, I would love to hear what are some of your takeaways? Did you learn anything? Did anything get inspired for you when I shared the story of the pink ball? What struck you? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to reach out. Enjoy your week and I will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.